here is what needs to happen. First, you have to have an awareness that something from your past is at play. Then a great question to ask yourself is, where have I felt this before? If you can tie the thing that's happening in your present to another moment in your past where you felt it, you can start to identify some of the ingredients of the soup. I'm Angela. And I'm Chad. And we discuss issues that couples face in everyday life. Then we set you up to have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with the Real Emhoffs. Real conversations for a real connection. Welcome back to our series on Raw Spots, where we're discussing how we can find healing from some of our past wounds. The first thing we have to do is identify those past wounds and how they show up in our relationship. Last episode, we heard Chad talking about his trigger around missing a chore or missing an expectation. When I asked him, did you feed the dogs? And his body went, "Uh uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Even if he wasn't in trouble, that was the threat response. And so this episode, we're going to dive into my, one of my raw spots that showed up in our relationship and and sometimes still at play. Yeah, man, I got to tell you, this is raw spots are such a funny thing or, you know, healing the wounds from the past, right? It's, it's hard to do. Mm. We're really saying you have to be able to, well, recognize number one, that, that there is a wound and then you have to be able to recognize when it shows up in our relationship. And then it's like, well, what, what the heck, how, how do I, what do I do with this? Knowing that it's there and having these big emotions doesn't mean that I'm going to know what the next move is. And so it's a hard, it's a hard topic. Chad, do you feel like all of our podcast episodes talk about hard things? (laughs) (laughs) I find this often saying, this is really hard to do you guys. (laughs) This isn't natural. (laughs) Maybe I guess the reason we have a podcast is because we're trying to bring insight to hard things. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to use a metaphor for us right now. You know, whenever I have, um, something I'm trying to do that I haven't done before, right. That doesn't feel natural. You know what I do. You know, he goes to YouTube and he watches YouTube DIY videos. That was exactly (laughs) what was in my mind. Or, or I'll listen to a podcast about it or, I'll talk to a friend about it yeah. or an expert about it. Okay, or... good. I'm feeling much better about the fact that we're always bringing hard things it, to our couples. Well, it would be ridiculous if we talked about easy things. <laughs> like, oh, let's just Today, divvy up chores we're or talk something. About I don't know. Drinking coffee. Hey, you no. guys, listen to this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is a quick. I can do this okay. in less than one minute. Go. Play to your strengths. If you're really good at one thing, do that in your relationship. And if your partner's good at another, do that. And, and if you both agree about those things and smile and have a good time talking about it, you should do that too. And then hug. All right. Okay, so now on to the hard things. That felt so good. That felt so good. Oh, I can just feel my body. I think Angela's becoming avoidant right no, now. No, we're, yeah, we're about to go into it. Okay, so let me paint the picture of what came go up ahead, for us. Go right? ahead. Here is the scenario. Chad and I had been dating, let's see, I'm going to say three-ish months. Yeah. We were heading into to Christmas of our first Christmas together, still just dating. But we had, we shared, have shared this before, we're, we were both divorced and knew as adults in our 30s that we liked each other and that there was not only compatibility, but so many other things that aligned well, yeah. morally, our values, our heart for, you know, helping people. And so pretty quickly, I'm going to say by three months in, we had an idea that maybe we this thing was going to potentially last. And so 
all of that justification for what I'm about to explain. So Chad bought me a Christmas gift and we bought each other Christmas gifts, but I think maybe I got him like a ball cap or a wallet or I, I you're not, you know, in dating, probably not underwear and socks yet. That comes later. Um, and but, those aren't gifts, just to be clear. <laughs> but he, um, I remember the scene. We were standing in my garage at the house where I was living, and he pulled out what was like a little jewelry box. It wasn't a ring box, so I don't think he was like proposing, but it definitely was a little jewelry box. And he opened it up, and it was a necklace. And it was cute. It, it was a little heart. It had little diamonds in it. I mean, little it was... Little key heart. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was very thoughtful and it was very pretty. And, and I'm imagining that he hoped my response was going to be loving and kind. And, you know, what you typically would get when you bought your girl or your lady some jewelry. Your girl. You're like, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, you, know, you know how that is. You know how. <laughs> I have no idea. Anyway. And so uh, needless to say, I didn't respond well. As a matter of fact, I freaked out a little bit and I was like, you know, ugh. I think irritated, put out, angry. I don't know if I shut the box and pushed it back at him, but I just walked away, went back into the house. And then I'm, I think he followed me into the house and was like, what's going on? And at, at that point, I couldn't identify what was really going on. But I mean, usually my any motive strategy when I'm flustered is criticism. So it was definitely turned on him. Why would you buy me jewelry? How could you do like just some sort of attack that left him again, we're back to this question going, what just happened? This, this response. <laughs> if I give you a gift, at least most, I, I think the, I don't know, minimum requirement, of, like decorum, <laughs> like, I mean, you, you're going to be like, hey, thank you and yeah. bake it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting that, you know, I get you jewelry and you're going to just melt in my arms or something. Yes, but I'm like, yes, you were probably expecting I, it. It would have been nice, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that much. I was really just going, yeah. okay, well, what in the world just happened? Like, I, I hand you something nice. Yeah. It was not, it was moderately expensive. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was too expensive. This is always hard to talk about for me because I feel sad. Now that we have worked through some of the woundedness that is there and was there, um, I look back and go, I can recognize how that response wasn't not only typical, wasn't expected, was out of the ordinary. Clearly, there was a bruise that was touched, and I screamed. Well, and okay. I, I bought you earrings one time, too. Anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, So here we are having this fight, basically, where he's getting attacked for doing something kind. The night ended tense. It was already probably late in the evening. He was leaving and he's giving it to me as he was leaving. So he left. Uh, and, and maybe the next day we connected or talked or the next couple of days. But I think at some point we came back to it or I maybe had some shame and thought, I don't like the way I responded. You were doing something nice. Can we talk about it? And that, I think, was the beginning of me starting to share with him, you're not the only person who gets a bad response when I get a gift. Internally, uh, I've had this conversation now with my roommates, one of my best friends, that two, I had a house and I had two roommates and the three of us used to like watch Christmas movies together and share Christmas presents. And they knew not only am I not a, a fan of gift giving gift receiving is really triggering for me Uh, and so they used to joke about it like 
what they would get me and how small it needed to be. And, and so I was able to share with Chad, like, hey, I'm starting to recognize this because I've had a conversation with my friends and we joke about it, but the reality is something is at play here and I don't really know what it is and I have not dug to figure out what it is. And so I started to realize something is at play here and yeah. now here's Chad, we're about three months into dating and he starts saying, look, what what's going on for you? At that point, we had started to kind of only begin to realize about emotionally focused therapy. We started to talk about emotions and so... I think he was trying to open up some space for me to identify it. And the question he asked, which we asked this in the last episode, it's a great question, is when else have you felt like this? That's a great way to tie what's happening in our present to that thing or when it possibly happened yeah. before. Yeah. And I was able to go back and go, okay, other gift-giving scenarios, things like when I go to somebody's baby shower, wedding shower, birthday, and it comes to the time baby showers and wedding showers are, are the worst for me. And it comes to the time when the bride or the mother-to-be is opening gifts. I can tell my body has anxiety with like every gift. And I started to identify the pressure that my body feels around the expectation of the response. Like, oh, this is so great. It's what I've always wanted. You know, like <laughs> only it's not. And, and I was able to go, that whole scenario <laughs> triggers me like crazy. Why? So here is, is the work that I had to do. And this is what we're kind of saying is there's work to be done around this. Once I recognize, oh, th there's a wound here and there's some residue, i got to figure out what the feelings are. i got to break down the feelings. And so for me, this is a, a metaphor, not only that I've heard other people use before, but use all the time. I think Ryan Rayner was the first person who gave me this metaphor, was to discuss the ingredients of the soup. So in that moment, I'm a big bowl of soup. Even me saying soup, you're probably thinking about a different kind of soup than I'm thinking about, right? If you're thinking about chicken noodle, I'm thinking about tomato. I have to break down I feel, can I break down my feelings? I feel anxiety. I feel expectation. I feel a fear of disappointment. I feel like I don't know how grateful I'm supposed to be and what that gratitude's supposed to look like. I feel like if I don't show you the right amount of gratitude for the right amount of time that I've let you down in the moment, all too much, I start shutting down. Yep. And so being able to slowly recognize what was happening for me, not only in that moment with Chad, but okay, here are some other moments when I felt like that. And then Chad was able to go, okay, we're getting somewhere. Let's keep processing. Yeah. And I started to recognize that in my family of origin, there were times when mean things were said or harsh words. You know, my family of origin, we joke all the time, they use shame and criticism as a motivator. So that was the environment I was used to. And where I would have liked to have gotten an apology or a response or a repair for some of those harsh words, often in my family of origin, I got a gift. My mom and dad are gift givers. It is their love language. They love giving gifts. Mm -hmm. At the time, I couldn't take their gift as a repair. As a matter of fact, I saw it as a way to kind of dismiss my pain or minimize my pain. And so often gifts were almost a negative association with now we're not going to talk about this painful thing. Instead, you're getting a gift. Be happy. Let's move forward. Wow. That's a whole lot of stuff that's going on. <laughs> it is a lot. And, <laughs> and it's a lot to be on the other side of. Yeah. 
You know, it's a lot to see. See, you know, I hand you a gift box with a, a necklace in it, and then my my girlfriend at the time, but wife, uh, has these big responses. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I do with that? What does he do with what that? What do I just never give? I like giving gifts. Yeah. It's something that I enjoy. Here's the hard part. Even in Chad saying that, this is something we have to acknowledge, is now something that Chad likes to do. He is a gift giver also potentially has to be reduced because I have a wound. That's unfair. Yeah. That's yeah. completely unfair in what we're talking about. So now it's both and. How can we go back into some of my pain so that healing can happen so that Chad can do something he loves to do, which is gift giving. The very thing he loves is putting tension on the very thing that's causing me pain. Yeah. And, and so for me, I, I go back to that question. I want to go back just a little bit. Um, and maybe we could play with your story to talk about it, but like, if we're saying, you know, I, Hey, I feel this bowl of soup, yeah. <laughs> tomato soup, as you said, <laughs> right. I'm like, when's the first time you had tomato soup? Mm. Right. And I'm not, not, not meaning soup. Literally yeah. it's lunchtime. I know, but these feelings, yeah. all these ingredients, when did those yeah. ingredients show up for you? Where have you noticed those? And so that, that question, it's funny because our brains and our bodies are designed to keep up with places where we've felt that way before, Yeah, you know? And so it's like, we're able to go, oh, you know what? I, I remember being a kid and being in trouble like this. Or, oh, I remember, you know, having these hurt feelings and then people giving me gifts to kind of yeah. placate me or, or get me to be okay, right? And so you can start to see how, how what used to be, um, at least for me anyway, and maybe, maybe some of y'all are more educated or better at this than I am, I don't know. But I used to kind of go, what are the roots to the things that I struggle with? Where, does, where do these yeah. ways of being, these things that I don't like, where do they come from? You know, our series on addiction or whatever. It's like, you want to start to ask yourself, well, where, where, do, where did I learn to do this stuff? You, yeah. Then you ask yourself, hey, what do I feel around that? And where did I first notice that? And that a lot of times will say, oh, well, that, that's where I learned it. And so with my particular raw spot that we're discussing in this one, the gift giving, or in my case, gift receiving, what we really boiled it down to was the expectation that I feel to respond correctly to the gift. Yep. And if I don't nail that, or if I don't show the right amount of gratitude for, the, like, let's say he gives me jewelry and I'm like, oh, jewelry thing, you know, and I'm grateful. <laughs> then tomorrow or the next time I put the jewelry on, do I say, thank you again? Oh, I just love this. You know, and if I don't, am I not great? Like he, I can, as I'm talking about it, my chest is tightening and I'm thinking, oh, I can't, I'm not going to get it right. I'm not, you know, and this has caused around Christmas, around birthdays and really where you know, I want to say the rubber meets the road. It's such a cliche, but really where it started pushing on our relationship was when my daughter was old enough to want to give gifts for Mother's Day, for birthdays, for any day. Yeah. She is, you know, if Chad likes to give gifts, she is Chad times 10. She'll, she will make a paper picture, whatever, whatever yeah. and want to Cut give out it a to heart. me. Yeah. And if I don't hang yeah. it on the fridge, if I, if two days later she finds it in the trash, you it, are in trouble. It is tears. bad. It is yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, and so I even now have to go into that raw spot, that wound and do repair work so that I can receive a gift from my daughter. 
oh, that just yeah. hurts me as I say that. Because these wounds that don't get responded to show up in our present. And that's what we have to unpack and get some resolution around. So even as we're discussing this, I mean, what we're trying to say is here is what needs to happen. First, you have to have an awareness that something from your past is at play. Then a great question to ask yourself is, where have I felt this before? If you can tie the thing that's happening in your present to another moment in your past where you felt it, you can start to identify some of the ingredients of the soup. You can start yeah. to identify, yeah. is this about a gift? Is this about jewelry? Is this about Christmas? Is this about expectation is where I landed and the response of how much gratitude and how long gratitude, what gratitude looks like, all of that, yeah. right? So we were able to kind of flesh out some more specifics. Okay, let's even go back. Were there other times you felt this and how did that look? And I was able to say what, you know, baby showers, wedding showers, mm -hmm. birthdays, those kinds of things. Even Christmas, as we anticipate Christmas, I'll say to Chad, here we go, coming up on Christmas. How big does the gift need to be? What are you expecting? What if I get you something that... There is, there is often tension between Chad and I's discussion around gifts, and we're still navigating what that looks like. This year, I got him a really good gift. He really, really liked it. I got it right, which made me feel really good. I'm re trying to reinforce some good things. I got him a brand new guitar. It's really fun. Oh, it was an incredible guitar. It was an incredible gift, something I play it, and I'm like excited about it every time. I tell, I've told her like 25 times how much I like it, and, and I'm still saying how much I like it. I do. I like this guitar. The funny thing about me is that if you get me a gift, I feel none of that. Like what you're describing is, is foreign. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, I'm like, if you get me a gift, I'm like, I have always been allowed to say, oh, that's not my, that's not exactly what I wanted. Ooh. Like, or oh, the, which so the, the guitar is, the guitar is, but I'm, allowed, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so when you're starting to describe it, yeah. it's really foreign to me. Yeah. So for somebody to go, go, why would you even get me a gift? I'm like. At least tell me that you want to take it back. I'll get you the receipt or something. Like, yeah. like let's have a conversation about what you do want. I couldn't even do that. I know. Well, but and and so it's so weird yeah. on my end of it to go. What? Do you, what is? What is happening? Yeah. Like I'm just lost in it, right? And and where you're saying your expectation was that you would always, you could, you had to always be grateful, thankful, over the top, yeah. about whatever you got, and had to let go of everything else. We really had different experiences around yeah. gifts. I think that's one of the things that uh, raw spots expose is how different our experiences are. And we can couple, we get married, we start to share experiences. But it's not until one of these things gets bumped that we start to go, you have a way different experience around this than I do. And yeah. now, how do we share those experiences and then show up for each other where there's pain or where there's a past wound? So that brings us in this episode to our Connect Point. The Connect Point is designed to help you have a different conversation about how you experience your relationship. Small adjustments lead to big change over time. Take some time to practice with us now. So for this episode, what we're asking you to try to do is identify a potential raw spot or heightened trigger in your present relationship. And as you unpack the ingredients or the um, feelings that are around that trigger, can you tie 
your present feelings back to a moment when you felt this before. The question you're asking yourself is, when have I felt this same feeling before? And see if you can't explain some of the things that you felt or at least the scenario that you're tying it back to. For me, specifically in my past, being at a baby shower, being at a wedding shower, even further than that, being in my childhood and getting a gift when there possibly should have been a verbal repair. That was what I tied my present gift experience back to. So we're asking you to try to consider tying a present trigger back to a past experience. See if you can first identify one for yourself and then see if you can share that with your partner. As always, we wanna make sure that if you're the person who's hearing, you just wanna be there for the person, you wanna listen and you wanna try to understand. We're not trying to solve any of that today. We're not trying to fix this. We're just trying to show up for each other and understand each other's stories and kind of where some of these big responses come from. Thanks so much for listening to us. If you've enjoyed this podcast, one of the best things you can do for us is to share it with another couple that you think could benefit from it. You can rate us and give us a review on your listening platform, and you can follow us on our Facebook page, The Real Emhoffs. If you want to support our nonprofit that makes resources available for couples, you can check out the Ways to Give tab on our website, therealemhoffs.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to message or email us with ideas you might like us to talk about or the ways that our ConnectPoint conversations are impacting your relationship. Thanks, Thanks again. again.